Hi, this is Kale Ward. This is Jessica Button. Great Georgian morning, Gordon. Welcome to Gun Global. Oh, we did it. Excuse me, what? Pulled it off. Say those words again, Salonic. I can't do this every time. Did you say this last time? Great. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great Georgian morning, Gordon. Welcome to Gun Global. Okay. You just thinking of rhyming things? No. Okay. What's it from? Specifically, I'm thinking of alliterative things. Ah. Where did the morning come in? That's a rhyme. Bad, that, well, love bad, bad alliteration. <laughs> uh, hi, speaking baby. of bad alliteration. Hi. Hi. Hey. Did you learn anything this week? Uh, yes, actually. I went to a course about project management and uh, scheduling. And it was very kind of boring stuff, but... One thing that I'd never really thought about is having everything scheduled means that you can say no. And I, I'm I'm a I'm a massive victim of myself in that if anybody comes to ask me something, even if I'm super busy, I'll be like, yeah, no, sure, of course I have three hours to help you with that thing, even though I don't have any time at all. So maybe I should try and get better at that. That's yeah. what I learned. <laughs> How about you? Did you learn anything this week? I learned that there is a new... Pokemon game coming out Ooh. in November. Mm. And I think specifically I learned that I don't know if I'm going to have enough money to get it. Well, that's Day life. <laughs> but but um, what I learned, I guess, I guess I learned about the game. Okay. Right? okay. And like Did you the watch the, the trailer? Uh, twice. Oh, nice. <laughs> I wasn't overall convinced. So when they announced, they announced it, a few months ago, Pokemon, yeah. Pokemon Sword and Shield are going to be the new games. Yeah, and they've um, they introduced the starters and uh, kind of the the region and the map. Okay. In in the last one, so in this one, they gave us a, a bit more of a look at like the a bit of the mechanics and the gyms and the wild area and some of the Pokemon. Okay. And the legendaries, mm-hmm. the legendary, uh, I guess they're dogs in this one. Mm. What what's cool about this one is that it's going to be on the Switch, mm-hmm. so it's going to have the full capabilities of a modern console. Ooh. So it's one, it's going to be beautiful, mm-hmm. no matter mm-hmm. what. But the so this benefit is also they're gonna you're going to be able to see the wild Pokemon out roaming the landscape as you're. Uh, Can you not playing. usually do that? No. Oh. No, 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 no. Usually, That's nice. usually in like the Game Boy games, when you come across a Pokemon, it it stops you and changes the whole screen into like a mm-hmm. battle screen. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we don't know how how all that will work yet, but yeah, um, yeah, you can see like you know as you're walking through like the the wilderness or whatever, you can see like uh, you know Pidgeys flying and Butterfreeze mm-hmm. crossing mm-hmm. in front of you and. Um, in the trailer, I think there's a walking Snorlax. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the legendaries are, they're two wolves. Okay. And corresponding with the the theme of sword and shield, one is a shield wolf and one is a sword wolf. How so? I'm so happy you asked. <laughs> so the shield wolf for fans who who will know, he kind of looks like the lion from Pokemon Sun. Just like he's got a great big mane-looking thing, 
that you know kind of looks like a shield and it it looks like a dog with a, a big mane mm, basically mm-hmm. it's kind of fluffy mm-hmm. but it looks vaguely shield like around his head now the sword dog has he just got a long tail worse just carrying a sword in his mouth <laughs> all right <laughs> it's like you you didn't even try on this one did a- you like attached to his mouth or he just carries it i mean as far as i can tell he's just carrying it okay because i was gonna say attached seems impractical I mean, but there's a Pokemon that uses his tongue as a scarf. Yeah, but that has multiple uses. I think, I, for me, if the sword is attached, it'll be a bit more of a of a design. Mm-hmm. But just carrying the sword is kind of silly. Yeah. For a Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, there's not really much you can do, I guess. I, I mean, like, your, your first thought was give him a sword tail. Mm-hmm. That's better than this for sure. <laughs> there you go. So, I'll uh, I'll be here all week, Pokemon designers. So anyway, um, I don't know. I'm still not convinced about this Pokemon game, but but you'll love it anyway because it's a new Pokemon. God, game. I will. <laughs> God, I will. And it will give you joy and entertainment. Or it won't. Yeah, it still will. Yeah, well, you're right. yeah. Now uh, we rolled, rolled, we spun, spun. We spun food. Food. Mm-hmm. We spun food this week. Yes. And so normally in any other episode, I would go first. Mm-hmm. However, I want you to go first this week. Oh, okay. Interesting. I guess we got to keep our marriage spicy. I... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Putting that out, putting that out in the uh, public podcasting sphere are we changing the order of how we go it's it's crazy talk i've got something a little special planned oh my okay um yeah i can go first so i today would like to talk about tunics tea cakes tunics tea cakes would you like to try one first or would you like me to talk about it and then you can try it yeah i guess i'll try one first okay so the whole time that you're Talking about it, I can think about how much I probably won't like it. Chocolate Mallow. Mm-hmm. So Milk I also want you to have mallow. a look at the box here. Because it's good. This is the oldest style wrapper I've ever seen. Ah, and that is part of its charm. Because as far as I know, it hasn't changed its wrapping since it was made in 1953. Oh. 50s. 1953. Oh, mine's broken. Okay, so we got a chocolate-covered cookie. A cookie on the bottom, mm-hmm. and then it's like a, it's kind of like a, um, a little, um, pod with a cookie on the bottom, and then it's filled with a cream of some variety. I'm guessing because I said mallow, it's a marshmallow. A marshmallow cream. I love these. It's been a while since I had one. Um, I don't like marshmallow. That's a shame, seeing as that's what most of it is. But in fact, it's not actually marshmallow. It's meringue, but you know, it's sort of the same thing. It's egg whites. Huh. It's a certain type of meringue that's made to be soft. Mm. Well, yeah, essentially, it's like a marshmallow. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't like meringue either. So. <laughs> well, there you go. 
Again, more for me. I like these food ones because it generally means that I get to eat it all. Sorry. I <laughs> I, I'm trying to get you to try things, but... I, I never think about how... Oh. That was well, That was beautiful. Well done. I never think about how um, picky I am until I have to say it out loud. And you don't like anything. And I don't like anything. <laughs> anything I give you, at least. You like plenty of other things. But I'm cursed to try it. Mm. It's like my Sisyphean curse. Yes, even... And I also feel like there's this switch in you that if I say, no, you won't like it, you'll be like, damn it, give it to me. And I know you won't like it, but you still eat it anyway. And then you hate it. And then you're like, why did you make me try it? I have to try it. So anyway, (laughs) Tonic's Tea Cakes. So there was two reasons why I chose this today. Oh. Um, Tonic's Tea Cakes have actually been kind of in the news recently. Oh. Probably said something racist, huh? Or pro-Brexit. Uh... No, actually, but I'll I'll get into all of that in a minute. But the first thing I saw was this, which is a tiger made out of Tunnock's Tea Cake wrappers. And it's amazing. Huh. Look how cool that is. So this was posted on Twitter by the Royal Academy of Art, and it was made by an artist named David Mack, who made a tiger with the wrappers of Tunnock's Tea Cakes. And it's like a full-size tiger, I think, anyway. We'll try to link this in in our twitter if we can remember yes yes no promises though um so this was the first reason but the reason that the tiger was made was in honor of the owner of tunics uh being knighted by the queen in her birthday honors huh so he is now a sir does the queen knight people on her birthday yes so this is a whole thing and i have written some notes for it but it is I fell into a massive Wikipedia hole about honors. So the queen... Yeah, knight. There's knighting, but there's also honors. And you can get medals and things. Um, There are six orders of chivalry and four orders of merit. And I don't know what that means, but that's the most basic thing I can say about it. It goes from people get OBEs, which is Order of the British Empire, MBEs, Member of the British Empire... Knighthood is like the top one you can get. Um, so, so this guy had also got a CBE in the eighties for services to exports, but his knighthood was for services to snacks. That's his official. Hell yeah! Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, so that's kind of why I was thinking about it. And then we went to an expat shop yesterday because I was kind of looking for ideas. Home. I- the place is called Home from Home. Home from Home in Luxembourg. In Luxembourg City. Um, so so they were th- so we walked into the shop and they were just there and I was like, yeah, alright, this is probably a sign that I should do that. And also time for something Scottish too, because they are Scottish. Oh. And I'm about to tell you all about it. Um so yeah, let's just for now leave that the Queen gives honours twice a year. She gives one on her birthday and one for the new year, and it's knighthoods, it's medals it's blah 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 for various services that citizens have um carried out and it's all throughout the commonwealth so there's new zealand honors there's australia honors blah blah blah. and she does does she do new zealand and australia or or the commonwealth does she do those at a different time of year so it's all so the birthday ones are all in june but it's different weeks for different countries like the uk is first the first week of june and then I think New Zealand and then Australia. Okay. Um, but maybe someday I'll talk about that because there's 
they give out hundreds of these awards and twice a year, so... I wonder if I could get one. No, you couldn't. Probably not. Why? Uh, I don't know. I was reading up and it's all very entrenched in classes and... Also on my reading of this, which is a complete side note, but interesting, people like Kaiser Wilhelm II, i.e. one of the main starters of the First World War, uh-huh. uh, Robert Mugabe, Mussolini, all had them, but they got them taken away for obvious reasons. Well, I won't get mine taken away. Well, yeah, but I mean, my point is that it's it's a messed up system. Well, even better, that might mean uh, that might work in my favor. Yeah, possibly. But but anyway, Olivia Coleman just got one. Sure. In the in the birthday honors. I'm surprised it took her this long. Yeah, she's, she's a playing treasure. the actual queen this year. So she's an international treasure. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is. People are starting to recognize her. But anywho, so um, the owner of Tunnock's tea cake of Tunnock's, sorry, um, Boyd Tunnock. He got the, the his knighthood. He's 86 years old for, yeah, services to snacks. Because, uh... His snacks are dope. Yes. Um, but he he actually invented the tonic tea cake himself. He was the one that made the concept for it. Sure. Thomas Tunnock Limited, commonly known as Tunnock's, is a Scottish family-run baking company that was founded in 1890. Uh, it's the 20th oldest family business in Scotland, and its most no- well-known product is the t- Tunnock's tea cake. So as we said, the tea cake is formed with a shortbread biscuit base and then a soft white Italian meringue and covered in chocolate. Its famous red and silver wrappers are super iconic. You can find them on merchandise and things, but I'll talk about that in just a second. They, they're also famous for the caramel wafer, caramel log, and the tonic snowball, which are just variations of the same thing, but with coconut or... And they also make dark chocolate versions of all of these. Is the snowball the one with uh, coconut? Yeah. So a snowball is essentially a tonic's tea cake, but it's got coconut embedded into the chocolate. Yeah. Have you had one of those? No, I think we have something similar, though. I think... Uh, I did see this, actually, yeah. Hostess makes it, I think. Yeah, and the, they're almost exactly the same thing. Yeah, except it's, like, pink. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, I did see this on Wikipedia, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pink they're, all, and it's they're almost a, exactly the same. A brownie except... inside. Oh, no, I don't think I don't think it's brownie. I think it's just cake. Hmm. But yeah, anyway, very similar sort of thing. All of these products were developed in the 1950s during rationing because there needed to be a sweet product for people, but that had a longer shelf life than cakes because you could only get like I think a certain amount of sweets per week or whatever. So if you had a cake and you had to make mm-hmm. that last. It was just going to go stale and it wasn't going to work. This was during rationing. So this is okay. the 1950s right. in rationing. Right. We, the UK didn't come off rationing until early 60s, I believe. Okay. So I'll, you'll find that a lot of our foods were made, you know, with rationing. In mind. In mind, yeah. yeah. That's why nothing has flavor. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you joke, but yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> um. So yeah, they needed a new... Sw- sweet product with a longer shelf life than cakes Hmm. and Boyd Tunnock the guy who's just got the knighthood and is currently owns the Tunnock's the Tunnock's estate Mm -hmm. he came up with the idea of a a Tunnock's tea cake for his father and the rest is history sorry I had to I had to think about how to phrase this question so Boyd Tunnock made the tea cake 
for his father. Mm-hmm. So, Th- so Thomas Tunick. Uh, I think Thomas Tunick was the first Tunick in 1890. So there okay. may have been okay one another generation between them. But yeah, so Boyd Tunick, the current owner, had been working in the factory since he was 15. Sure. And they needed to come up with this idea, and this was his idea. That would be wild. You have Jess. You have our entire. Our, our candy and cake resources are at your disposal. Make whatever you want. Yeah, pretty much. It sounds like that was it. I yeah, mean, well, that's nepotism for you. So, Well, but, okay. Or, mean, okay, or put it in a nicer way. That's a family-run business. He's given his son the chance to, to make something of himself and make something new and put his mark on the business. How about that? Let's let me entirely negative because I'm about to get real negative real soon. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was thinking more whimsically but yeah all right <laughs> so the one of the most the the tea the tonics tea cake itself and i say i keep saying tonics tea cake because a tea cake is something very different it's like a fruit bread that you toast so a tonics tea cake is oh. very different oh um interesting and they're one of the most popular products in the uk and recognized worldwide the main importer of tonics tea cakes is saudi arabia funny enough um, Tonics got into a bit of trouble recently in 2016 because they rebranded it as a British product for the Japanese market. They were, apparently it was more appealing to be British than Scottish, which has all sorts of problems. Um, and people also thought that they'd removed the Scottish lion for packaging. They hadn't, but people start, Scottish, um, Scottish independence supporters started to boycott Tunnocks because um, in the referendum, Boyd Tunnock had come out and said that he was pro-Remain uh, Yeah, in that sense at that time. S- Scotland remaining in the United yes, Kingdom. Yes, yes. Yeah, this was 2012, 2013, 14. Yes. 14, 15. Yes. Um, but so, so, yeah, he was a big supporter of it and people saw this move to rebrand it as British, as sort of anti-Scottish, because it, it is a Scottish business. It's just been in Scotland its entire time. It's based in Lanarkshire, which is the, the region where Glasgow is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so people were a bit annoyed about that. Um, the Tunnock's tea cake is very present in British culture, and there is now even merchandise sold in partnership with Tesco. In the 2014 Glasgow Commonwealth Games opening ceremony, there was a giant, there was a section with giant dancing tonics tea cakes. Would you like to see this? No. Can I show you later? Yeah, show me later. Okay, no problem. There's not much to see anyway, it's dancing tea cakes. I feel like I have seen them. John John Barrowman hosted the ceremony, so. That does nothing for me. Both. I mean, he's both, Glaswegian. Both because... Is he? Yeah, man. He didn't leave for America until he was 11. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's why he puts on a Scottish accent sometimes, because he's Scottish. He sure puts it on. Yep. All right. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, anyway. In 2017, scientists in Renfrewshire, another area of Scotland, launched a tonic tea cake into space on a weather balloon. Just because. I mean, listen, 
these millionaires and billionaires, they just don't know what to do with their, yep. with yep. all their money. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yep. Um, it was also a favorite snack of RAF pilots, especially because they found that they expanded in high altitude. So they got more of a snack the higher they got. Interesting. Yeah. But the there had to be an official rule stopping it because someone had left one on like a dashboard and it messed with all the instruments because it exploded. Sure. So, but, you know, favorite snack of RAF pilots. Royal Air Force, sorry. Royal Air Force pilots. Does the meringue expand? I think so. I think it must be the air in it. Yeah. And the altitude. It's got to be. But yeah, so that was that was interesting. Um, like I say, I don't think the rapper has changed since the 1950s, and that's what makes it so iconic. Like everyone, everyone knows what Tonic's Tea Cake is, and everyone knows that very iconic rapping. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll yeah. show you the box here. You see the yeah. See the Scottish lion there. It's also a nice little picture of the. The original shop. The original shop. Where it all began. Tom so, Tunnock and the founder outside his baker's shop. Yeah. So, you know, it's all very um it's all very old timey and they, they keep that as part of their charm. Hmm. Tunnock's tea cakes, established in eighteen ninety, still a family business. Mm-hmm. A delicious biscuit base topped with marshmallow and covered with real milk chocolate. It's not really like a clever slogan or anything. No. That's the that's the struggle I'm having here. It's but it's you know, it's very basics. And they've kept it that way ever since. Um yeah, that that's all I have to say about here it. Here really. on the Gone Global Radio Hour. Tonics Tea Cakes. Sponsored by Tonics Tea Cakes. Hey, do you think we get that sponsor? That'd be cool. They they did sponsor something recently, and they also gave a big donation to charity fairly recently too. Well, I can't remember. We could, I mean, we could use some charity. Yeah, we could. I mean, we. I don't want to say need money, but like, we could stand to be paid. <laughs> okay, so what are you going to talk about? I want to do something a little different. Oh, damn! The surprise is just. Don't stop coming. I want to introduce a segment called the Great American Candy Quiz. Oh, this sounds like fun. So this will be a game based on two truths and a lie. Okay. So basically I'll give you three options. Okay. One will be American. One will be British. And the other will be either something else from around the world or something I made up. Okay. You don't have to guess that. It's okay. just kind of, you You just have to figure out what's American and what's British. Okay. Do I get a bonus point if I can figure out what the other one is? Yeah, I'll give that to you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 <laughs> uh, you'll have to keep track of your points though. <laughs> um, okay. So the first, the first section is M&M's. Mm-hmm. Choice one. Mexican jalapeno flavor. Choice two, white chocolate carrot cake flavor. Or choice three, sweet artichoke dip flavor. What's the British? What's the American? And what's not? White chocolate carrot cake British. Nope. Oh. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> 
I thought this was going to go much better than it is. Jalapeno. And what was the third one? Sweet artichoke dip. Oh, who does these things? Jalapeno fake? Nope. Oh, God. Okay, so zero points for that one. I'm very surprised, actually. So the Mexican jalapeno flavor is British. What? Who okayed that decision? Don't know, but it's it's fairly recent. Oh. It was it was one of these um, it was one of these vote on the flavors. Oh no! Uh, contest things. Surely it didn't last long. I I don't think it did. I'd love to try it. Oh, though. I bet Oof. you would. Uh, the white the white chocolate carrot cake is American. See, I thought that, but then I was like, no. The only people to do something as ridiculous as jalapeno and artichoke would be America. So I went for the British one. The sweet artichoke dip was made up. Okay, yeah. All right, that makes sense. So zero points on on that one. Question two. Chips or crisps? First one. Mr. Chiffle. It's a type of plantain chip. Choice two. Burt's Wave Cut Potato Chips Firecracker Lobster. Or choice three. Lay's cappuccino flavor. Cappuccino flavor. Okay, I'm going to go again with the second choice, but as British. Got it. Hey, point. Got it. I'm going to say the Lay's is American. Yes. Hey. And then the third one is from somewhere else. It's not made up. Correct. Hey, hey. That's a bonus point. Well done. Uh, Mr. Ch- Mr. Chifle, I believe, plantain chips from Ecuador. So, Senor Chifle. Well, uh, they're called Chifle. Mr. Chifle. <laughs> Got that from Marco. Oh, So, cool. thank you very much, Marco. Okay, I'm ready. Third category is Skittles. Uh-huh. Now, on this one, I will give you hints at the flavors as well. Oh, okay. So we're talking, uh, we're basically talking, the choices are, so I'll give you the choices. A, Skittles Trick Plays. B, Olympics Edition. Or C, Fizzed Fruits. Now let me tell you the flavors. The flavors in Skittles Trick Plays are Comeback Cherry, Audible Apple, Raspberry Rush, Strawberry Sneak, and for the win, watermelon. That was the Olympic one. That's trick plays. Oh, that's trick plays. Now here's the Olympics edition. Russian red cherry, green Greek grape, pink Georgian peach, and Peruvian pear. Parentheses yellow. Mm. And then fizzed fruits is, they're traditionally just wild berry Skittles, but they come with a fizzy powder. Um, okay, I'm going to go Olympic Edition British. Nope. Oh, I thought the names were quite conservative. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually very surprised you didn't get that one. Was that American? No, then? that was very made up. Oh. Russian Red, che- Russian red Cherry? Jess. I don't know. Come on. Um, American, the first one. Skittles Trick Plays. Yes. That's correct. Okay. It's done in partnership with the NFL. Of course it was. Uh, from those names, that sounds like ridiculous. 
uh, ridiculous American names. (laughs) Third one does exist? Did exist. I still think I should get a point for that. I'll... Half a point. I'll give you half a point. All right. I'll take it. Because you got it down by narrowing it down. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Um, But it is a UK, was a UK-based flavor. Mm. Question four. Chocolate covered. Oh, here we go. A, onion. B, seaweed. C, orange. Chocolate orange definitely exists. Oh, these all sound terrible. What was the first one again? Onion. That's fake. Nope. Oh. There's a store in Philly that sells chocolate-covered onions. Oh, so it's American then. So that one is American. Okay. Chocolate orange, British. Yep, and they're gross. So that's a point. That... Your, what you're thinking of chocolate orange isn't that, I assume. It's like orange pieces that it... In chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate orange isn't that. The orange flavor is in the... It's the best (laughs) I come up with. Um, And then the chocolate seaweed. I bet it does exist. It's from Korea. Ah. So two points on that one. Do I get two points on that one? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you you guessed chocolate orange right away. Okay. Okay. Now, I'll give you a bonus round. Whoa. uh, For this one, I'll give you two points if you can guess where each one is from. Okay. Um, but remember, this is a bonus round, so there are tricks. Oh. The category is Kit Kat. Oh, good. A, pumpkin pudding flavor. B, baked sweet potato flavor. And on the packaging, it tells you to bake it, to bake it for the real effect. And C, apple pie flavor. Pumpkin pudding, Korea or Japan? Which one is it? Oh, come on. <laughs> the correct one? <laughs> uh, okay, I'll give you I'll give you that it's Japan. Hey. So is that extra points? Is it two points for that one? That'll be two points. Okay. Second one was sweet potato. Uh-huh. Baked sweet potato. Not real. Nope. Go on. You better go ahead and do the next one. Okay. Uh, Apple pie flavor. British. No. They were all Japan. Oh, all right. Fair enough. (laughs) That's it. That's how you play a great American candy quiz. That was fun. I wish there'd been food, though. Ah, well, what do you do? <laughs> I live in Luxembourg, not America, so I can't... I got, I got to next week. It ain't easy to come up with American. Yeah, no. <laughs> it, you'll have to, um, we'll, cool. have, we'll have to stock up, That's and you'll have to have a secret bag or something of yeah. things we're going to do. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That'd be good. Anyway, I just thought it would be fun to um, change things up a little Yeah, bit. that was good. All right, shall we spin the wheel? Oh, yes. Spinny, spinny, spinny. Spinny, spinny. TV. TV again. All right. Man, we need some more wheel suggestions. Yes. That means We're burning through them. We need to post a picture of the wheel so people can suggest. So I need to remember to do that. 
Okay, well, that's it. All right, you want to do the plugs? Okay. You can find Gone Global at Gone Global Pod on Twitter and e- the, the email, goneglobalpod at gmail.com. You can find us anywhere your podcasts are sold Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, uh, uh, Stitcher, Podcoin. Yeah, we're on Podcoin as well. Uh, listen notes if you're a, a weirdo that listens through that, I guess. You name it, we're there, and if we're not, we'll find it. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TotoInto. That's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. You can find my work at kaleward.com. That's C-A-L-E-W-A-R-D.com. Or you can hear my other podcast, The Comics Pals, where we talk about uh, the trending news. In I, I have to, I have to actually think about what we do because The Comics Pals is a long-standing. Uh, thing and i i don't have to mm, mm-hmm, imagine mm-hmm, what mm-hmm, we do it's what mm-hmm, we've done for a yep, long time yep. the comics pals uh, looks at the trending news in comic books and comic books related media we're hoping to do a, a godzilla 2 review oh we just saw that that was cool it was cool man Ghidorah is a bad guy but he is cool as hell mm-hmm. also rodan i think that's it that's it for me Yep, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jan91, J-I-A-N-91. Special thanks to Marco Cunolata for our theme song, Traveling in Bliss. You can find him on Twitter at Mr. Marco Enimoto. All right. See you soon for TV. And remember, the lady loves milk tray. Sure does. Nailed it.